we're not borrowing unsecured funds from mm-hmm. these private lenders. Mm-hmm. We are giving them a collateral. We are collateralizing the note with the real estate that we're buying. So nice. it's just a great way for someone to be passively uh, <laughs> uh, interested in real estate because they don't have to negotiate deals as a private lender. They don't have to locate deals. They don't have to rehab deals. They don't have to sell them. They don't have to manage people. A private lender sits back and either watches their retirement account grow or they sit back and they just collect checks uh, safely and securely because that note is collateralized. Welcome back, everyone, to the Passive Road to Retirement podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Jarrett. Today, we are joined by the authority on private money, Jay Connor. He has been buying and selling houses since 2003 and a population of only 40,000 with profits averaging 71,000 each. Rehabbed over 450 houses and have been involved in over $52 million in transactions. For the past seven years, Jay has completely automated his seven-figure income business to where he works in his business less than 10 hours a week. Consulted one-on-one with over 2,000 real estate investors, raised over $2 million in less than 90 days in private money when he was cut off from the banks. He's a national speaker on topics of private money, automation, and foreclosures, and a best-selling author of Where to Get the Money Now. He's a leading expert on private lending, marketing, and business development. He and his wife, Carol, Carol Joyer, reside in Moorhead City, North Carolina. Jay, welcome to the show. Well, hey there, Andrew. Thank you so much for inviting me to come along and uh, talk about my favorite subject, which is private money. Absolutely. Pleasure to have you on. Thank you. So I guess for those who don't know, what is private money? Well, that's a good place to start. (laughs) (laughs) So, so So when I'm talking about private money, I'm not talking about hard money. So if you have heard of hard money lenders or hard money brokers, that's what a hard money lender is. Most of the time, a hard money lender is a broker of money. Hard money lender goes out and raises money for their fund that they in turn, you know, turn around and loan that money out, charge origination uh, fees and points, and they make money on money. Mm -hmm. But in this world of private money as a real estate investor, You would be borrowing money for your real estate deals from human beings, from an individual that loans their money out either from their investment capital, just liquid funds, and or their retirement funds. Now, there's a big point Mm -hmm. right there. Mm -hmm. Self-directed IRAs. I never heard of self-directed IRAs until 2009 when I was learning about private money. Uh, A self-directed IRA where a private lender can loan money from us. They have an established current retirement account. They can actually transfer those funds over, no taxes, no penalty or nothing, to an IRS-approved self-directed IRA company, also known as a third-party custodian. And they can loan that money out to you as a real estate investor, uh, either tax-deferred income, tax-free. So learning about self-directed IRAs and how they work is a really, really big point for us real estate investors using private money because right now I got 44 private lenders that are funding our deals and over half, over 50% of our private lenders are using their retirement money 
uh, to fund our deals. So what's a private lender? An individual. We're not doing business with institutions, not with banks, but it's one-on-one transaction between the private lender and us or your entity with no middle person uh, involved. And since there's no middle person involved, you get to make the rules and you get to set, <laughs> set what the guidelines are. I mean, what's a private lender? A private lender does not uh, require an application. You're already approved, nice. right? Mm-hmm. Your credit score has got nothing to do with it. So it's an individual. It's a human being. So if your credit score doesn't matter, is it against the asset more than yourself, I'm guessing? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not to say that having a great relationship with these people that are your private lenders is not as, not as, not as important. Sure. I mean, a lot of times people call private money relationship money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what is really sealing the deal and get people so excited about being a private lender for a real estate investor are the high rates of return that they earn safely and securely. So when I say they earn it securely, we're not borrowing unsecured funds from mm-hmm. these private lenders. Mm-hmm. We are giving them uh, collateral. We are collateralizing the note with the real estate that we're buying. So nice. it's just a great way for someone to be passively uh, <laughs> uh, interested in real estate because they don't have to negotiate deals as a private lender. They don't have to locate deals. They don't have to rehab deals. They don't have to sell them. They don't have to manage people. A private lender sits back and either watches their retirement account grow or they sit back and they just collect checks uh, safely and securely because that note is collateralized. Yep. And I know my audience is going to love this because it's the passive road to retirement. So this is <laughs> this is a great subject. I'm sure people are going to love it. So now, how did you come across and get involved with you know the private money world? Well, I can tell you how I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't just I just didn't wake up one morning and say, hey, I think I'll go raise some private money. No, actually, it was the opposite. You know, Andrew, what I have discovered in all these years, my biggest growth, my biggest quantum leaps, my biggest blessings came along when I was in the valley. Mm -hmm. They came along when I had a problem, also known as an opportunity, right? Uh So this world of private money came about because of a problem that turned into this huge blessing. In fact, if I didn't have, if I hadn't had this problem, you and I wouldn't even be uh, visiting today. Right. You know, right. during this interview. Mm-hmm. So how did I come across it? Well, I remember it just like it was yesterday, and I know you may find this hard to believe, Andrew, but we actually still have landline telephones oh, wow. here in North Carolina. I know some people <laughs> don't even know what a landline telephone is that actually has a cord attached to it. Can you but- text on those, right? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, anyway, I remember, you see, from 2003 to 2009, the first six years I was investing in single family houses. I've been doing it now since 2003 full time. And my first six years, I relied on the local bank. That's all I knew. Mm -hmm. I I didn't know any other way to get my real estate funded. So in January of 2009, (laughs) I picked up the phone uh, here in my office and I called my banker, whose name was Steve at the time. And and I'd had this type of conversation with Steve countless times 
for six years, 2003 <laughs> to 2009. Right. I told Steve about these two houses that I had under contract. The profit was over $100,000 on these two uh, houses. Mm-hmm. And I told him how much you know, money was required to fund the deals. And when I wanted to close, that's what I told him many, many, many times. And I learned real quick in that conversation that I had no more money or line of credit at the bank. And I said, Steve, why have my line, why has my line of credit been shut down? He says, we're just not loaning money out to real estate investors anymore these days. And mm-hmm. I found out I wasn't the only cat in town right. that, that happened to, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a global financial crisis going on that I didn't know about. Right. But now I've lost my line of credit. Now I got a crisis, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? so, so I hung up, I hung up the phone and I sat here for a moment at my desk. And I thought to myself, you know, Jay, it's impossible to fail unless you choose to quit. And quitting was not an option for me. So I sat here and I said, who do I know? that's investing in real estate that might could help me with my problem. And so I thought of my friend, Jeff, who lived in Greensboro, North Carolina at the time, and he was investing in single family houses. So I called him up and I told Jeff what had happened. He said, well, welcome to the club. (laughs) I said, what club? He said, the club of losing your line of credit at the bank. They just cut me off last week. Really? Wow. And he said, um, I said, well, how are you going, how are you funding your deals? He said, I'm using private money. And I said, what's private money? I'd never, I'd never heard that phrase, private money. And so Jeff told me about private money and what the concept was. And he told me about self-directed IRAs. Well, I put on my student hat and mm-hmm. I did a lot of research and a lot of education very, very quickly. So I put from that experience <clears throat> I put together what I call my private money program. Well, what's my private money program? My private money program is what I teach people how to be a private lender, how they can earn rates of return safely and securely, very, very high rates. And, you know, what interest rate do I pay? What's the length of the note? How they can get their money back in case of emergency. And you know what's interesting, Andrew? Hmm. You know, I said I put on my student hat to learn about private money. As soon as I put my program together and started teaching individuals how this works, mm-hmm. guess what? I had my teacher hat on now. I'm teaching them how this works. And do you know, Andrew, to this date, since I started using private money to fund my real estate deals, I've never asked anybody for money. I've never right. asked anybody for money. And people say, Jay, have you got eight and a half million dollars? in private money available that you use on, you know, projects to projects to projects, and you never ask anybody for money, mm-hmm. which is real simple. It's all about teaching. It's all about serving, uh, about making a difference in their life. And the worst time to raise private money is when you need it, right? <laughs> Makes sense. So when, so I never present a deal or deals to a potential private lender that hasn't first said, I love the program and here's how much money I got to work with and how do I get started? Hmm. I tell a new private lender, I don't have anything for you today. Hopefully I could in the near future, but first here's the program. Well, they're excited about the program. And then I come back to them, might be two days, three days, two weeks, three weeks. 
And you know what, Andrew? I've never pitched a deal in my life. I call them up. Here's exactly what I tell them, Andrew. I call them up and I say, I got great news for you. I can now put your money to work for you. Mm-hmm. I got a house in Newport with an after repaired value of 200000 Funding requires $150,000. Um, closing is next Thursday, so you'll need to have your funds wired by next Wednesday. I'm not going to ask them, do they yeah. want to fund the deal? That's the most yeah. stupid thing I could do. Of <laughs> course. Of course they want to fund the deal. Right. They've been waiting for the phone call. So <laughs> anyway, you know, it's it's it's, it's all about educating and showing people how they can get these high rates of return uh, safely and securely. And they can find that on your website, right? The private money. So actually a private lender is not going to learn the program on my website. Um, but when they, you know, connect with me, if someone wants to be a private lender, they want to be passive or whatever, um, the website that we give out here on the show, they can, they can connect with me. My phone number's there. They can just call me up. Okay. Okay, cool. Awesome. So I guess out of all those reasons uh, you have for private money, what's your favorite reason that you like to use private money? Well, the list is long. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but, but my favorite reason is I receive multiple checks on every transaction that I do on every deal. You know, traditionally, um, I got one check. When I used to borrow the money from the bank, Mm-hmm. I got a check when I sold the house. Right. right? Yeah. And made a profit. Right. That's the only time I got a check. Yeah. But now I get multiple checks. So I buy houses at deeply discounted prices because most of them need renovation. So I always borrow more money than I need to buy the house because I'm going to be renovating it. And plus, there's always a lot of equity. Mm-hmm. So I borrow a maximum of 75% of the after-repaired value, right? Mm-hmm. Not 75% of the purchase price, but 75% of the after-repaired value. Sure. So I get multiple checks. I get a check when I buy. I mean, who doesn't want to get paid to buy houses? And the private lender is still very, very well protected and well secured. Mm-hmm. If I sell it on rent to own to what we call a tenant buyer, and we help them get ready for a mortgage, I'm going to collect a large non-refundable option fee, also known as a lease option deposit. Yep. So I might get $10,000, $20,000 if I sell it that way. Mm-hmm. And then when the buyer is ready for cash out and they're getting a mortgage, then I get another check. So hmm. multiple checks put you in the control seat, put you in the driver's seat, and private money, there's no hurry to pay it back. Credit score has got nothing to do with it. And... um as I say, it just fixes your cash flow problems. I tell new real estate investors, the fastest way to get your first real estate deal is by using private money because the majority of the deals out there require all the cash, right? Yeah. Now, I know we're going to negotiate with a seller using terms, seller financing, subject to the existing note, all that kind of stuff. But in my statistics over the years, only 13% of for sale by owners will sell creatively. What do the other 87% require? All the cash. (laughs) And of course, any bank-owned property or house on an auction or in the multiple listing service, they all require the cash, right? Mm -hmm. So private money is where the real world lives. Yep. 
And they probably love it when you call them because they want to get their money to work rather than absolutely. And then inflation. <laughs> and and then when I cash out and I'm getting ready to pay them off, they say, "Can't you just keep the money?" Because <laughs> they know as long as they get the money back, they're not earning any money on their money. Right. And and I don't keep the money because I do not borrow unsecured funds. I always borrow secured funds by backing that note with real estate. Interesting. Now, I guess how much private money is available uh, to find? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's got two answers. Prior to COVID, there was $18 trillion with a T sitting in cash in retirement accounts. That doesn't even include wow. liquid capital. Yeah. In retirement accounts uh, prior to COVID. <clears throat> Today, on this side of COVID, $31 trillion in cash That's just sitting in people's retirement accounts. Now, that doesn't include, as I said, all that just liquid capital that's in cash. I'm right. just talking about in retirement accounts. So here's the deal. There's more cash on the street than there's ever been before, regardless of your political affiliation. Mm -hmm. Here's the fact. There's been more money printed in the basement of the White House in the current administration than ever before in this period of time. Yep. So much cash on the street. People don't know what to do with their cash. I mean, my land's Andrew, a certificate of deposit for 12 months in the local bank is yielding right now, even with the increase in interest rates, is yielding about a quarter of a percent. <laughs> yeah. A quarter of a percent. Ridiculous. You come along and pay a private lender 8%, that's 32 more times money yeah. that they can earn at the local bank. Mm -hmm. um, I will tell you another big reason I love private money. There's no limit to the number of private lenders you can have as a real estate investor. I got sure. 44. Yeah, They can be in any state in the nation. and the and So there's no limit. You see, I had a limit to my line of credit when they cut me off. Mm -hmm. There is no limit. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> to, the, to the amount of money, which means I can do all the deals that I want. And I tell you what, this business is all about serving people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have some elderly private lenders in, the, in that 44 number. And we have got handwritten thank you notes from these people thanking us, us wow. being me and my wife, Carol Joy, for changing their retirement years oh, and <laughs> earning those kinds of returns. I got one private lender. Just in one year, earned sixty five thousand dollars tax free <laughs> because he was using his retirement funds to to lend to us. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's got nothing to as a real estate investor raising money. It's got nothing to do with fear of rejection. How can you be rejected if you're not trying to raise money for a deal and you're teaching somebody how they can earn high rates of returns safely and securely? And then they want you to put their money to work. And then you have a deal come along and you put their money to work. Right. There's nobody going to reject me on anything when I'm out here just looking to make a difference in their lives. And it ends up being a win-win-win scenario every time. Mm -hmm. Like I said, what's the alternative? A CD at 0 0.025 or the stock market, which could drop 30%, right? With no control. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's another thing. You see, since... I pay interest-only payments, mm -hmm. or I just let the interest accrue. I'm not making, if there's any payments, you know, we structure deals where there's no payments. I mean, the private lender just accrues interest. 
and we catch it up when we when we sell. Okay. Living off of it, right? Mm-hmm. And so even in those cases, interest-only payments is a win-win. It's a win for the lender, the private lender, because they're earning more money. Right. If I'm paying principal and interest, I'm paying down their principal investment amount, and they don't have all their money still invested. Mm-hmm. And on my side as the borrower, an interest-only payment is helps cash flow because interest-only yeah. payments are smaller than principal and interest. So, mm-hmm. again, it ends up being a win-win for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Now, where where do you find your private lenders or where can somebody find these people? <laughs> you got some great questions there, Andrew. <laughs> so, there are three primary categories of where to find private lenders. And here's the three categories, and then I'll take a moment and unpack it. First category is what I call your warm market, people that you've got some kind of relationship with. Second category is what I call your expanded warm market. How do you grow your network to Mm -hmm. grow your net worth? And the third category are existing private lenders. Where do you find existing private lenders, individuals that are already loaning money out to real estate investors? Well, let's start with. Category number one, your warm market. So as a real estate investor, you're looking to raise private money. Uh, You know a lot more people than you think you do. Mm -hmm. So everybody in your cell phone, right? That's a contact is a potential private lender. Everybody on your email list, everybody that's on your social network, you know, your Facebook, and I don't mean your fake Facebook friends, but people you actually know, right? right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Your LinkedIn connections, your Instagram, your TikTok, your Snapchat, all that stuff, right? Are all connections. And then there's your social network. Who do you go to church with? Are you in a civic group, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who do you play poker with on Thursday night? Whatever. Who, whoever your connections are. Right. So, uh, so that's that's your warm market, right? Uh, second is your expanded warm market. Um, and so I teach my students how to grow. I mean, everybody agrees networking as a real estate investor yep. is very, very important if you're wanting to expand your network in order to attract more private money. Mm-hmm. So it all comes down to getting involved in your local community if you not, are not already. Join the Rotary Club. Join Business Networking International, which is a networking group. Get involved in your local chamber of commerce. Now, though that strategy is a long-term play. You're not going to be raising private money in a week from doing that, right? Mm -hmm. You have to be genuinely interested in people. You want to be going to that uh, with a servant's heart, right? Mm -hmm. And naturally, as you develop more relationships, then you're going to be attracting, you know, more private money. Then existing private lenders, where in the world do you find them people? Well, I can tell you the hard place to find them. Don't find them the way I started out. I hired my real estate attorney's paralegal to search public records Hmm. in our local county looking for individual names that were loaning money out backed by real estate. Here in North Carolina, it's a deed of trust. So in 90 days, she found two people. I said, got to be a quicker way than that. So. We started developing what I now call my private lender data feed, private lender data feed. So I didn't develop it, but some very smart software developers developed it. 
to where my data feed goes out every month and gets contact information from public records of every private lender loan that closed in the past 30 days. There's over 12,000 of them every month across wow. the nation. And so in the data feed, you get their contact information, the interest rate that they're earning and how much money they're loaning out. And um, so if you are interested in the private lender data feed, don't worry, I'm gonna show you here at the end of the show how to get on that for free. And where else can you find existing private lenders? Well, I can tell you, first of all, self-converted IRA networking events, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Andrew, let me ask you this. Do you already um, suggest or endorse a particular self-directed IRA company? Usually Advanta IRA. Okay, so you've got one. So mm -hmm. I'm sure they have networking events. Yep. Now, here's what's interesting. On average, 70% of people that have self-directed IRA companies are wanting to loan their money out to you, the real estate investor. 70% of them. Yep. I know one self-directed IRA company that's having a networking event uh, in the next few weeks. They're expecting a thousand people. Imagine wow. networking with 700 of those people <laughs> wanting to loan you money, right. right? Now, you don't have to go to an in-person event. They have them on Zoom as well. Mm -hmm. So um, so that those are the different categories of where you can find this money. Okay. Now, I'd imagine going to the IRA events are probably a little easier to talk to people about it versus a Rotary Club or something. So if you go to a Rotary Club or you're out at dinner and meeting people, how do you you know, bring that up or broach the subject, I guess, of private money? I'm so glad you asked that question. I love it. You know, one thing that holds real estate investors back from teaching and raising private capital is they don't know how to start the conversation, mm -hmm. right? Right. Well, here's how you start the conversation. This is a writer downer, right? Mm -hmm. I like that. Okay. <laughs> so I love to start a sentence with three words. And here's the three words. Did you know? And of hmm. course, I love asking a question that the person I'm asking does not know the answer to the question. So that's, <laughs> that's right. going to lead right. to a conversation. Yeah. So here's my favorite <laughs> conversation starter my favorite conversation starter, or in the midst of a conversation. And the question is, did you know there's a way people can earn unlimited money per year tax-free? People probably like that question. <laughs> they don't know I'm the sure. answer to that question. They don't know. And of course, what am I talking about? I'm talking about people moving their current retirement funds over to a self-directed IRA company, also known as a third-party custodian, Mm -hmm. And if they have, depending on the type of retirement account they have, they can earn tax-free money and no limit to it. If they got, for example, if they have a, a Roth IRA, then they can earn unlimited money per year tax-free. <laughs> it's at least going to be, regardless of their retirement account, at least it's going to be tax-deferred. Mm -hmm. I got one private lender that earns $65,000. In one year, tax-free, <laughs> yeah. right? So I love starting the conversation with the did you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like that a lot. It's a good good way to approach a subject. So what? Um, so you're borrowing, you know, private money. What is your, I guess, typical real estate deal, or what does your investing business, you know, consist of or look like? Yeah, so I don't do a ton of deals like a wholesaler. In fact, I've never wholesaled a deal in my life. 
Uh, and of course, when I'm talking about wholesaling, I'm talking about getting a house under contract to buy. Right. And then I'm not going to stay in the deal. I'm going to assign my contract to another real estate investor that's actually got the money to take it down mm-hmm. and pay me an assignment fee for that contract. I've never done it in my life because I like $71,000 better than $7,000. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> so, um, I forgot the question. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of, uh, like, what's your overall? Oh, yeah, so what's my business is like? Yeah, I've started talking about wholesaling because I've never wholesale a deal. Yeah. Um, well, so with anyway, private money, you don't need to, right? <laughs> that's right. So um, so I do right now two to three deals a month. Two mm-hmm. to three deals a month. But the And these are houses, right? Mm-hmm. But, and, and my total target market's only 40,000 people. I'm in a very, very small mm-hmm. area. But guess what? My average profit right now is $74,000 profit per deal. Yeah, you don't need so to do that. <laughs> you don't need to do many. I mean, how much money do you, how much money do you need anyway? Right. right? <laughs> yeah. So you run those figures, two to three deals a month at 74000 profit. Run that out times 12 months, and that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> nice. And your exit strategies are... You also do uh, owner financing, right? Or lease options as well. It's just. Right. Yeah. I've, uh, I've sold a lot of homes on uh, rent to own. Um, but in this current market, my lands, I'll just tell you, for example, 203 Brandywine Place. Mm-hmm. I just bought it a couple of months ago for $250,000. The renovation was 20000 So I got two seventy in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I just put it on the market for this morning, and it will be under contract within the next three days. Oh yeah, four hundred twenty nine thousand nine hundred dollars. Wow! Right. Um. And so they'll probably go over asking with the way things have been going. Oh, most of them do. You know, most mm-hmm. of them do. Yeah. And it hurts my it hurts my feelings because when they go over asking, all that tells me is I didn't ask enough to start with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's funny. So out of, um, back to private money, out of these ways, what would your most effective way you think, or what have you got the best results with for raising private money? Going to these IRA events, you know, going out and just meeting people in your close network, or what do you, you know, what do you think? The quickest way that I've raised almost a million dollars in 90 minutes was hosting a private lender luncheon. So talk about leveraging your time. I mean, it takes the same amount of time to teach your private lending program that you're you know, offering to individuals uh, to invest in your deals. It takes the same amount of time to teach that to 20 people as it does one. Right. So, um, so at my private lender luncheons, I'll have my team members, I'll have my CPA, I'll have my realtor, I'll have my real estate attorney, I'll have one of my general contractors uh, that does the renovations. Um, And, you know, once you get going with your private money, you know, you would want to have one or two or three of your current private lenders. And so your team there is like giving you credibility. Uh, Always try to have the private lender luncheon at the nicest place I can afford it. So Mm. we have ours on the oceanfront beach club. And, um, and it's a preset, you know, meal. We don't let people order off a menu or anything because, you know, time is important to them. Sure. And uh, again, it's a teaching event. I'm not pitching a deal. I'm not pitching a project. Mm-hmm. I'm just teaching the private lender program. 
And now they're chasing you from you teaching them. Yeah, exactly. Much better strategy. <laughs> oh, I've never, as I, as I said, when we started out, I've never asked anybody for money. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love to position it to where, but here's the deal. There's more money out there than you can use, period. Yeah. Right. Right. So which would you rather be uh, as far as a real estate investor goes? Deals and no money or money and not enough deals. There right. you go. <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> now, what was the uh, difference, I guess, per profit on each deal using bank money versus private money? Yeah. So actually with bank money, bank money is cheaper, right? But it doesn't give you all the flexibility. And I actually get more deals, more offers accepted mm-hmm. using private money than I did using bank money because I can move so much quicker. So with bank money, the profit may be a little more per deal, but you can't do nearly as many deals. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? So I'm I'm willing to have a little bit. Well, then again, what's wrong with $74,000 using private money? Right. right? <laughs> Nothing wrong with and, that. And here's the deal. Having access, here's another writer downer. Mm-hmm. Having access to the money is more important than the interest rate you pay. True. Right? I agree. And plus, if you're going to do a flip and you're going to use that money maybe for six months, then whether you're getting it for 5% or 6% or you're getting it for 8%, ain't going to make any difference. Yep. I agree. If you have you have a deal, but you can't fund it, it doesn't matter anyways. It don't <laughs> matter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Now, is there any reason somebody would not want to be a private lender? Well, they're not going to be a private lender if they don't like you and trust you. True. That's why it's called relationship money. Yep. So, um, you know, you need to know your program. You need to know, you need to be confident about what you're doing. And um, so, and and another reason a private lender wouldn't loan, or I mean, I'm a private lender too. I mean, I do both. Mm -hmm. I do passive, sit back, collect checks. Yep. And I'm very, very involved as well. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna loan money out uh unsecured. Right. Of course. Right? I mean you can legally. I <laughs> yeah. mean might not get it back, can, but <laughs> you know, but I'm not I'm not gonna loan money as a private lender unless um unless I'm getting the real estate, you know, to back that note. Sure. Yep, I agree. Okay. Uh if you were gonna start over, would you start with all private money or would you, you know, did you want to use the banks and kind of, you know, cut your teeth on that and learn it a little bit? If I had it all to do over again, I would start with private money and I'll tell you why. I remember all those deals I had to pass on the first six years because I didn't have the funding. Yep. And I just like hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) And so now with private money, Hey, listen, I've not missed out on a deal for not having the funding ever since I started using private money in 2009. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, Jay, where can people find you on social media or how do they reach out to you? Sure. Well, I've got my own podcast, which is called, and I know this will shock you, the name (laughs) of my podcast is Raising Private Money. Right? <laughs> Shocking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so anyway, uh, very, very easy to find, you know, on iTunes, Spotify, all the places you know that podcasts are. Okay. And um, 
In addition to that, uh, on Facebook, um, Jay Connor, the Private Money Authority, the quickest way to connect with me is, uh, Andrew, I'd love to give, uh, give away a free gift right now. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> so I'm so excited about my new private money guide that I just finished writing. It's called Seven Reasons Why Private Money Will Skyrocket Your Real Estate Investing Business and Help You Build Incredible Wealth. If you are remotely interested in getting on the fast track to private money and having all the money available to you that you may want for your deals, you can download this private money guide at www.jayconner.com forward slash money guide. I'm an ER, not an OR. That's J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash money guide. Download it right now to get you on the fast track to private money. Awesome. Thank you very much. And we'll put that in the show notes as well, the link. Awesome. Right Thank through. you, Andrew. So, well, we've come to our, our five to thrive section. I've never been in a five to thrive section. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, basically a word association game. So I'll just rattle off five words. And Now, this is a family show, right? Yes, yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, we can edit, but yes, it's a family. <laughs> <laughs> so, and uh, just give me the first word or phrase that comes to mind. The only caveat is you cannot repeat your answer twice. Oh my. Now, now I'm getting <laughs> nervous. I'm getting right. nervous now. So the first one is passive income. Rent to own or tenant buyers. Private money. Sleep well at night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Business automation. Outsource. Mm -hmm. Cash flowing real estate. Cash flowing real estate. No other kind. (laughs) (laughs) Right, yeah. Yep, better have that or you're in trouble, right? <laughs> and the last one is Private Money Academy. Um, boy, that's going to be hard to nail it down to just one thought. So Private Money Academy. Um, or phrase or, you know. Movers and shakers. I like it. <laughs> Well, Jay, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I appreciate your time. It was great. Absolutely, Andrew. You're a great host, and I just love being on here with you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, great. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. 